0: Welcome to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. This is the place where you'll hear kids ministry experts dive deep into practical and inspirational topics to help make you the best kids ministry leader or volunteer you can be. On today's episode, Bill Emiot and Calista Stortz grab a cup of coffee and discuss what makes the best kids ministry team. So let's get started. Here's your host, Bill Emiot.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Kids Ministry 101, the podcast. I'm glad today to be in our podcast studio with my very dear friend, Clista Stortz. Clista has served in Kids Ministry for quite some time. We won't make you say how long. Thank you. (laughs) But (laughs) she has been here with us at Lifeway for how long now? Twelve years now. Wow. I know. I feel like
2: I'm still brand new here. You
1: are brand new here. I know. Calista, before coming to Lifeway, though, you had um, a track record with not a not a criminal record, but a track <laughs> record not with um, yeah, right, with <laughs> um, uh, children's ministry. Yes, at various various levels of children's ministry. Tell us a little bit about. Where you got your start?
2: Oh, my goodness. What brought you here? Such a long time ago. My kids, actually. I love it. God used my kids to bring me back to where he wanted me to be, which I think is really cool. I do, too. Yeah. Um, forever and a day ago, my heart wanted to be a teacher mm. and to um, to be both with kids and with, with adults. And I remember playing in my garage and writing on a chalkboard and just pretending I was a teacher. So anyway, um, fast forward quite a bit, had kids and decided I, I wanted to try to stay at home more with them and be a mom. Well, God continued to call my heart and pull my heart uh one of the ways was through, hey, you don't have enough money to stay home <laughs>
1: um,
2: and take care of your kids. So um, my husband and I decided I would go back to work part-time, and and a perfect thing came up for me to go uh, to our church and become a preschool, a weekday preschool teacher, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. And from there, I, I was starting to teach in Sunday school in a in the preschool area and just you know uh, step by step our children's minister preschool children's minister then asked me if I would start coordinating on Sunday mornings and helping her fill spots etc cetera, etc cetera. and then asked if I would uh, step into an assistant child care you know paid child care position um, for management of that And then my church came to me after our children's minister, Mary Ann Bradbury, whom I love dearly, um, decided to go to LifeWay.
0: I called her to LifeWay (laughs) of all
2: places, and um, they came to me and said, hey, would you cover her role for 60 to 90 days while we look for someone? Uh And I did, and that was it. I was I was hooked. Oh
1: my! And so that sixty to ninety days turned into oh gosh, a I mean, career. Yeah,
2: a career, and um,
1: or a calling. A calling.
2: Yeah, it truly that's was a calling. so neat. Yeah.
1: I knew that story, but I didn't know if all of our listeners did. Yeah. And I think that's important because today we're going to talk about teams, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's important that our that our listeners know that. You've done some of this. You've been here. You've On
2: both sides. On both sides yeah. of
1: being on the team and then leading the team. You know, there's all kinds of teams that we get uh, in children's ministry. We inherit some teams. Yeah. I mean, you know, this you is it's your team. Kind Hello. of like an arranged marriage, <laughs> yes. so to, so to I speak. I like that. Um, sometimes in some of our churches, our teams are assigned to us right. by, I don't know, uh, Committee on committees or whatever <laughs> it is that it might be called where uh, someone else says, here's your team. right? Um, and then there's the opportunity that we have to choose our teams. Yeah. Regardless, our teams are full of people. They I heard are. somebody say once, um, I'd love this job if it weren't for the people. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's a good thing to say, but, but so here's does. the deal. Today I want us to talk about people. Okay. Because I'm convinced that God... In his sovereignty, chooses to put together teams. Right. And there's all kinds of reasons for that. And some of it is giftedness. Right. And God puts together a team that doesn't always look like you thought it should look, but more the way he knows it should be. Yeah. So let's talk about that today. Tell us about how to build or grow or encourage or love on or just really make team work.
2: Okay. I will. I will. Yeah. I think God does inevitably put your team together. I do believe we as humans get in the way Yes. sometimes and pay for that. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a tendency to want to choose and work with people who are very much like us and do things the way we want it done. And, you know, oh, my goodness, wouldn't it be perfect if we just had a lot of people doing the very same thing, the very same way, and we'd all get along fantastic. But that's <laughs> right? not
1: reality. But
2: it's not reality, and it's not good for your ministry. Okay. Because if you have one person, one um, one way of doing things, um sometimes that's not the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you get the same thing every single time. Right. And God has indeed gifted different people different ways. And I think, you know, as you work with your team, you have to build relationships mm-hmm. with them. Um, and sometimes those relationships are harder because you have different people who are different from you. Right. And I think that's a key um, just a key step in, in building your team and maintaining your team. Mm-hmm. Maintaining is huge in the preschool and children's area. We know you just people drop like right. flies because of interactions and things that are missing out of their lives. And so you have to really build your team and get to know your team and, and truly build a, a team, not just a group of people working together so, awesome. that, so that it's a team. and. So I guess I would encourage you to go look for people who are different.
1: Mm, that's interesting. Than you. I've heard you say before that um, we are all created in his image, not my image. Right. <laughs> and, and so, uh, and God is so multifaceted. He's so, he's all things. And I know that you've identified four, four types of People, four types of team members. Let's right. talk about those four types of team members. Okay. The first one that that you've talked about is the strong, steadfast team member. Right. Um, what are some, what, you know, isn't that supposed to just be you?
2: Well, it should be, but um, it should be a, a there are people who have very very strong personalities and I do believe that we all as we as we talk about these four different types I want to point out that I think we all in different circumstances have some of these characteristics but I do think mm-hmm. we tend to lean more one way or another circumstances
1: can cause you to be strong and steadfast when maybe that's not your
2: for instance i I truly i am not one of those people i wish i were but i'm just not Um, god did not fashion me that way Mm -hmm. that's not the way i should go but there are people who are very strong very assertive kind of my way or the highway kind of people mm-hmm. which in in some situations someone totally taking charge and pushing is the way to go right. but the problem with that type of person I think those are very good qualities, but I think that sometimes the cons um, to that type of personality is they sometimes can appear harsh, mm. like they don't care about the rest of their team or your opinion. Um, I've already made up my mind. We're going to go this way. So they can be abrasive if they're not careful. And so I as we go through these different people, I want to point those things out that there are some fantastic leadership qualities there as long as you don't focus on the other side
1: I think that uh, oftentimes we think that this strong and steadfast leader is needs to be the chairman of the committee Uh, and I don't know that that's always true but I think on every team you need a strong and steadfast person I don't consider myself that person either and I am currently a team leader here at Lifeway so I have someone on my team who definitely is that way right um she helps us get to the point sometimes, yes. yeah. <laughs> because I'm wanting to to see how everybody feels about it. I want to make sure everybody. I tell you know, I'm, this is I'm not. This is almost sounding prideful, but it really isn't because I tell myself this. I have a PhD in passive aggressive. <laughs> That is not a good thing. No, that can get so you in trouble. So my team member can swoop in in a team meeting and say, "Okay, now is the time, right. to move forward."
2: You need to go. Do and this. that's
1: that's helpful. That's really helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think sometimes we have to be careful because um, we'll see all of our God-given abilities and traits and think that they're all really good, but. The rest yeah. of the team might but, not see right. this person that way, yeah. and so you may think you're the you're a leader, you're a, a God given, you have God given talent that pushes you to the top of the of a, of the leadership pool. But your team that you're working with may not always see yeah. it that way. We
2: we tend to see our strengths, right? Um, and
1: sometimes I have to be called out on our weaknesses, right?
2: <laughs> right, and um, yeah, I think that's. You have to, you have to in assessing and evaluating your ministry, you're like, what are my strengths? And then you might even have to go to someone else who's Mm -hmm. willing to tell you.
1: Somebody who loves you enough to tell you the truth.
2: Right. And (laughs) let them tell you what your weaknesses are. For instance, um, I have a really good friend and I won't say his name, William, but um, he, (laughs) even though he might not be that take charge my way or the highway person, he is extremely detail oriented. And like down to the last minute, kind of oriented, and has a list, and it's a really hard, and it's fantastic, but don't get in the way of his plans. Well, kind of guy. Sometimes so. we do need strong <laughs> and
1: steadfast people, but your second one and. In- what you're also talking str- about here? It's also a
2: strong person.
1: Strong and steadfast, but the second one prim and proper. Yeah. Now I appreciate you calling me prim and proper. Yeah. But I get what you're talking Very about. Very organized. I, I do like organization, yeah. and I do like my closet, um, my clothes to be hung with the same colored clothes uh, yeah. hangers, and so I don't know Uh, but I like that organization and I often say organization is your best friend and it can be Um, being organized and following the rules and being fair across the board those are all things that are important to me and you need people like that on your team. Absolutely. And if you're not that person, you certainly need this person. Oh, yeah. But there's some cons to this guy too, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, I, that sounds bad. But, yes, there, sure, there, there are. are. There's pros I mean, and cons I had a fantastic friend. I love a clean resource room, mm-hmm. but I ain't going to do it.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: but I will cheer you on if you want to do it. So there are some fantastic things. But this person can sometimes uh, put those policies, those rules, those organ—you know—that organization of people. So you have to really be sure that um, you leave some room for grace, mm-hmm. some mercy, uh, because there are—even though you want very black and white, it's right or wrong. There are some times when you do have to take circumstances into. Into, um, into your mind and into, and into the play to say, okay, in this particular case, am I going to damage this relationship if I stick to this is absolutely the way we've always done it kind of thing?
1: Not long ago, Shelly Harris was in the podcast studio and we were talking about something. And I said, we need to create a t-shirt called, or a bumper sticker that says, don't be a clanging symbol." Yes, because the Bible teaches us: without love, right. you're a clanging symbol. I like. <laughs> and I know a lot of clanging symbols out there. Or f- sometimes I feel like they are. They clanging symbols. at me every morning. Yes, um, this is the same here. There's policies and there's procedures, right. but at the end of the day, people are more important. Yes. And I know the policies and procedures, and this isn't a conversation necessarily about safety and security, but this person, Mr. Prem and Proper, can be the guy you want Absolutely. on your team when you are taking that into consideration. Absolutely. But he has to be, she has to be real careful not to put those policies and procedures in front of the people. Exactly. Without people, there's no need for policies and procedures. Oh,
0: I like that. I might I might oh, have to steal another that. another t-shirt. Let's take a quick break. I'm Michael Wally, the podcast producer and the producer for the Etch Family Ministry Conference. I'd personally love to invite you to join us in downtown Nashville, October 7th through 9th, for the Etch Family Ministry Conference. This year, Etch will feature speakers like Louis Giglio, Christine Kane, and more. Find out more at etchconference.com, and we'd love to see you there. Now let's get back to our conversation.
1: We've got our strong and steadfast. We've got our prim and proper. But here comes the, here comes CLista, just yeah. so y'all know. Uh, here comes CLista. fun and friendly.
2: Oh, that's funny. Because I'm a mixture of the next two, I think. Oh,
1: are you? Okay. But I
2: do like to have me some fun. Um, and, you know, a lot of kids' ministers, I believe, people on the outside looking in, truly believe that's all we are just fun and friendly. And we want to have a lot of fun with the kids. And I, I do think it's great. I think that church needs to be a fun place for kids to come. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, what. however I can get them there, I'm going to do that. But the problem is, uh, and, and and these people attract. They're evangelists. You know, come on board. Let's go do this. Let's have fun. I've got all of this in place for you. Let's do this. And they're fun and they're friendly. They're very agreeable. They're very lively. But the problem is on the outside looking in, sometimes it can appear that that's all we're doing. right? And so this type of person has got to be sure to show their vision. Um, if, if you are in a role of leadership and you are this type of personality, you have to prove that you have a vision. There's a purpose behind your play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I going back to what you were just saying about these other ones, if you are that strong and steadfast person and people are scared of you, <laughs> you need to get... This other fun and friendly kind of person on your team, right? Because that person can help you know how to deal
1: with people. And I think it's, it comes back to balance. If we yes. put everybody on our teams that looks just like us, then it's going to be it's going to be a mess. Right? It's not going to work.
2: Yeah, you'll either have a dogfight <laughs> between those strong and steady people, or you won't get anything done because you're all having so much fun.
1: Right. Right. I, I, I need the, the fun person in my life. I need the fun and friendly in my life to kind of counteract, like I just said, or like we just said, counteract this idea of uh, policies and procedures, because this person will tend to think people first. Right. Where I'm thinking policies first. Yeah. And so the two of us together make for a pretty strong team.
2: Yeah, because that fun and friendly, you know, you said you needed her she would need you because if she is all, just all fun and friendly, then policies and rules and everything are just going to go out the window and there's chaos. Oh, yeah. So good good on both sides.
1: Strong and steadfast, prim and proper, fun and friendly. And you said that you're a mixture of this uh, fun and friendly and this fourth one, agreeable and adaptable. You know what? I agree with you. You're a mixed. <laughs> I you're am. You're a mixed.
2: I am. I'm a mutt. A mutt. I'm a, <laughs> a mutt. Um, I I but and and I am friendly and uh, that does sound prideful to me, um, but, but you are. But I I enjoy people. I like to put people at ease. But in my ministry, there were times when that would come back to bite me, mm-hmm. and um, because I tried so hard to make everybody happy to be that agreeable person, there were times it just um, paralyzed me as far as being able to make a decision because I knew one way or the other I was going to make people mad. right? And so I had to decide um, at one point just to say to myself when I was in a position like this, what is best for the kids? Mm-hmm. What's best for this ministry? That's a good question. But That's a
1: good filter.
2: It, it was, it's you know, not about me. It's not about me. It's not about the person I'm dealing with. It's about what's best for the kids. That's a great the filter. The ministry and just go with it and not you know, I don't want to say don't care who you make mad, but you have to be but don't okay be paralyzed. With don't be paralyzed by the fear
1: mm-hmm. of someone coming after you, right. <laughs> Because right. they're not happy.
2: And so, uh, you know, I always there's there are cases when I had to lean on my policymaker and say, you know what, I can't make the dis- this decision. Let's go ask this prim and proper person what what we should do, mm-hmm. and and that helped. Um, one of the things that I try to tell people is is if you are a person like me who has that issue and you've got somebody very strong who's that strong assertive person on your team you may have to give that person a project to do on his own so that he's not stomping all over you if if I can say to him hey I've got this huge project I don't have time for can I just put it in your hands you run with it then he's so focused on what he's got to do he's not over here trying to you know go and make all my decisions for me. right. So, yeah, definitely get a team that's built up of people who have different gifts, um, different personalities than you. And I think you'll have a very well-balanced and well-rounded team.
1: Strong and steadfast, prim and proper, fun and friendly, agreeable and adaptable. nothing none of those are right or wrong. right. They're all they're fantastic. the way God created mm-hmm. you. I think identifying what who you are and then finding team members who complement that yes. and complement who you are and um, is is going to be the best scenario, um, better better for all things. And I really do like that filter. What is best What's for the kids? Great, yeah, that's great.
2: And um, you know, I, I would also just really quickly want to encourage us because I know that we whatever type personality we are you really kind of tend to think that yours is the best Mm -hmm. you just do and we tend to focus on those weaknesses of all those other people and let me encourage you instead to focus on the strengths of what they can bring into your team
1: focus on the strengths recognize that um, we're better as a team than we are Mm -hmm. individually and look for people who complement you Clista, thank you for joining us today. This has been helpful to me. It's been helpful, I'm sure, to our listeners. And I look forward to our next podcast with you in the studio here at Kids Ministry 101.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can find more podcasts, blog posts, and other Kids Ministry tips at kidsministry101.com. We'll see you next week on the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.